Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! That woo's for you. That woo's for me? That woo's for you. And your humongous victory that you're celebrating as we speak. Yeah. And I'm praising the Lord above that you got said victory. Because I was see, worried that it, angry Brian was coming. It wasn't going to be too bad. because It's week one. You know, I mean, it would it would have been a tough loss. But the Saints lost week one last year, and they played in the NFC Championship game. I mean, it's, it's it wouldn't have. It's not like it's the middle of the season. I do have one thing to say. Do you know who does their job better than NFL referees? The people who repair ice cream machines at McDonald's. They are better at their job than NFL referees are. Basically, if you have a job, you are better at it than NFL referees are. Like, these guys can't do anything right. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable that. In a league that makes billions, this is the best we can do. Bring on the robots. Has it gotten worse, or is it just that now every bad call is on Twitter and on Facebook and you see it a million times? You know what it really is? I guess what I'm saying is, has it always sucked and we just didn't see all the suckiness? Let me tell you why it sucks more now, is all these networks have hired former refs. Before, we just like, well, whatever they say, I guess. But now I've got a ref on Twitter telling me, oh, they screwed that up. On Twitter. See? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think all and then they, they came in on ESPN and did it later. So, I mean, before I didn't know. Now I have former officials telling me, nope, they screwed up. And that makes it worse. So, but I mean, they just can't, they just can't get anything right. Plus, it's New Orleans. So, wherever you guys are listening to our podcast from today, we appreciate that at supertalk.fm or anywhere you get your podcasts. We love our listeners out there. We are, uh, we, we, we are coming close to a milestone here. Our, one of our, our, our Monday podcast looks like it's going to be one of our most uh, listened-to ones ever. So we think in celebration of that, if you haven't already, why don't you go to iTunes and give us a five-star five star. review? You can, Again, you can be like, that jerk was talking about the Saints, and I don't, don't care, but put the five stars in. And, and, and trust me, people, uh, I can't speak for Brian, so I'm, I'm you, not You can speak, speak for me for in this situation. Um, I, I'm reading your reviews, the, the ones that you leave. So if you want to leave one, I, I really enjoy this one from Boo Radley. Uh-huh. Who said, "Fat guy with the little co-host." It's good, great, grand, wonderful. I thought that was good. It's great. I like that. Sure. <laughs> so, thanks you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Had yeah. someone on here, Brian, uh-huh. listen to their first Thunder and Lightning pod last Thursday. Yeah, you boys do a good job. Keep up the good work. That's from Luke and Flowood. We love you, Luke. We love Flowood. One of our favorite cities. We're huge in Flowood. Uh, I'm huge everywhere. That's actually <laughs> not as huge as you used to be. Well, you know, that's how, that's how I actually uh, I, I told uh, someone else I worked out for the first time in like a week and a half on Monday. So glad to be getting back into that. In all seriousness, if you got a second, drop us a five star. Yeah, we, five star. Five star. Uh, and if you don't have a second, make a second. Uh, you know, drop us a five star. Some of the ones who don't have a second are our friends out there in the military. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and taking care of us across the world. And we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Strange Brew Coffee House, Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. We love you guys. We want to get you taken care of. Make sure this weekend, 11 a.m., you need that boost to get to the game. You need that jolt to get you cheering for your Bulldogs on Saturday at 11 a.m. Through the heat. Might have to go hot on hot. Get that coffee. Or get you a nice coffee. Do what you got to do. And then after the game, after the Bulldogs win, treat yourself to Churn and Spoon Ice Cream there on Highway 12 and Spring Street. Joel T, we got our SEC picks a little later in the show. I'm still two up on you because we had no we, we made some wrong picks last week. But, we did, but we but, both made them but together. We both made them together. You know, I, and I'm perfectly okay with that the rest of the way. You know, that's what friends do. We we make mistakes together. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If that's the case, I got a lot of friends out there. Uh 
But first, we got to talk quarterbacks here. We're going to talk two different quarterbacks on this show. One plays for Mississippi State. One played for Mississippi State. We'll start with the one currently here. That is Tommy Stevens. The injury update is there's not really an update. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed a little more not as optimistic as I thought it would be. Right. Like I, I actually thought we were going to show up and <clears throat> ask about Tommy Stevens, and I figured Joe Moorhead would say something to the effect of, oh, he didn't practice, but he he's taking treatment. He'll be good to go later in the week kind of deal. I, I kind of thought that was the route he would take. Now, whether it's gamesmanship or whether it's the truth, uh, the way that he phrased it made it seem like there's at least a chance he's not playing Saturday. Right. Uh, he, he said he, he didn't want what, – what exactly did he say? He didn't want to rule out him not playing or something like that. Right. Um, I won't rule him out is what he said. Yes. Um, so anyway, it, it just kind of seems like it's up in the air. I, I still think he's playing. Uh, so do I. I. I think this is a situation where you make Kansas State – Sit there and wonder. You, you remember a few years ago when Dan Mullen used to play the Jumbotron quarterback game uh, mm-hmm. and, and Tyler Russell and Dak and heck, did they ever throw Damien up there too? Did they ever announced three starting QBs? I can't remember. But Dan used to play the, the, the quarterback musical chairs game all the time. And look, I get it. If I'm a football coach, what does it benefit Joe Moorhead to stand up there and say, yeah, Tommy's definitely starting or Garrett's definitely starting, you, you know, and, and, and allow – an opposing coach to game plan for a particular QB. I mean, yeah, Tommy's probably playing, but now the other team has to spend a little extra time watching Garrett Schrader to make sure he's not, you know, to make sure they're ready for him. Um, and, and I know it's the same offense and similar styles and whatnot, so it's not that big a deal. But I just, it, it, I guess what I'm saying is if Joe Warren's got a little gamesmanship going on, I get it, man. Go for it. Why not? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I do think he's going to play. The the comment from, from Moorhead, of course, was if we had asked him about Daryl Williams on Monday last week, he would have said Daryl wasn't going to play on Saturday. Daryl played on Saturday. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to play. I, I do think that gamesmanship might not be the right word. I think part of it is that Moorhead – I could be way off on this. This is, a, this is speculation. But Moorhead, being a former sports writer, knows that we're, we're just trying to do our job. I think he's trying to be as honest with us as he can and trying to basically say, God, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. If I knew, I would tell you, but I don't. And, know. and if Joe has been anything with us since he's been here, other than the fact, I mean, I guess you could nitpick a little bit and say he always tells us with injuries, upper body, lower body. I mean, he hadn't been specific on things, so you could make that argument. But he's always been honest with us. He's never, you know, beat around the bush or come up with something. And he tries to be as honest as he can under the guidelines. I mean, example came later in the press conference when he was asked again about for the umpteenth million time about Kareem Walker, who is now cleared to play. Who, since the press conference, has now been cleared to play, but at the time of the press conference had not been, I guess. And um, he was asked about Kareem Walker, and basically he looked at MSU SID extraordinaire Bill Martin and said, "What can we say?" <coughs> You know, yeah. like, can I say it? Can I not say it? Like, he wants to be honest with us. So I, I agree with you. I don't think he's, you know, wanting to intentionally mislead us. So I, I think you've kind of convinced me that it's not so much gamesmanship. He just genuinely doesn't know. He doesn't know. But, uh, but yeah, uh, when you go back, though, and look at the play in which Tommy was injured, and it was right about the six-minute mark in the second quarter, um, and he was sacked. The state went three and out, and it was on the second play of a drive. He was sacked two times in a row, and on the second sack, he was kind of thrown, and he landed on that right shoulder. And he the the next play was his incompletion. 
Um, it was a overthrown ball, and he reached for his shoulder a little bit. Um, it did not seem as though anything significant right, in that right. moment. And I'm he not didn't. And he came back out and wasn't wearing a sling or ice or nothing. And think, I don't know I if you saw him. I, you you wouldn't have seen him. I saw him today or Monday as you're listening, uh, as I went to the Brian Building for the uh, press conference. The Brian Building, Seal Building. And he was just out in front talking to somebody. No sling, nothing yeah. on his arm. He's fine. I'm, fine. I'll be amazed if he doesn't play. That said, if he doesn't go, Joe did not give us any idea of who would get the start. No. I think the smart money would be on Garrett Schrader, to be totally honest with I you. I think so, too. And they're just going to try to keep Keaton Thompson, try to keep that red shirt on him as long as they can. But I, I, as I said, I, I do believe it's going to end up being Tommy Stevens getting the start for the Bulldogs on Saturday. Uh, against Can- a Kansas State team that is much different than it was a season ago. The leading rushing team in the country. They have mowed down their two uh, opponents in Week 1 and Week 2. That scare which, you? Well, you think last year, and they Kansas State had to had to sweat a last-second field goal attempt against an FCS team in Week 1. And now they're, they're doing things much different. Now, they've played you know, sort of similar to Mississippi State. They played an FCS team and a uh, MAC team. State, yeah. state, so State's player, player played a little bit tougher competition than them. But they're just they've destroyed those teams. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you that combined with the fact that state is not what it was a season yep. ago defensively, and this game looks like it's going to be a lot more competitive than it was last season. Especially if Tommy for whatever reason doesn't play yeah. too. And you add that mix in there. And I don't think that's gonna happen again, as we said, but I mean, there are some concerning things if you just wanna be one that worries about football games. You can draw up a recipe to worry about Saturday. Yeah, or not. This is, you know, a season ago, I went to Manhattan thinking this is in the back. They're, this team cannot hang with Mississippi State. And there were a lot of MSU fans who were like, oh, yeah, Bill Snyder, blah, blah, blah. And they were wrong, and I was right on that one. This year, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the opposite. I, I think it's going to be a game. I think it's going to be a very tough game, and State's going to have to put some points on the board if they want to win. But we'll see. How, you know, that's something we'll have to talk about a lot more. Uh, as the week goes along, Any, no other big news from Mississippi State other than, like we just mentioned, uh, Kareem Walker – the saga appears to be over for him. He is now enrolled at Mississippi State on the roster. I cannot imagine him making much of an impact in this year. We're, we're three weeks into the season. He's not practicing with the team even now. Yeah. I mean, it, so he'll he'll redshirt. I don't think he has a redshirt year left. If uh, so, then, then so I think what? He, I think he has two left to play too. So I guess you basically just lose this year if he doesn't play. That's rough. That's pretty rough. For I mean. He's already used. I, I mean, I, at that point, you're almost you're almost thinking you might process him. If you if you can get a grad transfer running back or a JUCO running back, you know, if I don't know if you want to sign three running backs in the yeah, class. Yeah, if Kylan's back next, well, I mean, if Kylan's back and along Witherspoon with Witherspoon is Witherspoon progressing, and then the two freshmen that you have committed come in, you probably see Kareem Walker get processed. And this was just been sort of all for naught, and he'll be in the transfer portal come December. You know, not a great situation, but I guess at the end of the day. This is one of those things where the NCAA needs to have a, a cutoff date, right? Needs to be, they need to, you know, by August 10th, whatever, you know, nobody's, I don't think anybody's starting school by August 10th. So August 10th gives you plan. That's the cutoff date. If it, we, we have to declare on everybody by August 10th, all appeals must be done by August 15th, and then you move forward. And if you lose your, you're just done. You know, you lose your pill, that's it. But, uh, that's not going to be the case, so we'll see what happens with, with Walker. On Allen Love, they said I think they, the final appeal was denied. Yep. So he will not be eligible this season for Mississippi State. I think that he, was, said, he was banged up anyway. He's injured, so yeah. it's not a huge loss. The state would like to have him maybe later in the season for depth, but as it is, uh, he will just be ineligible this season and be, and be a part of the MSU team 
next year and be a valuable contributor, I, I would imagine. And also, uh, something else we missed, newsworthy, if you didn't see already, um, Darion Parker is likely not to play yeah. on Saturday as well. The only other player likely to be out uh, is Darion Parker. But MSU was able to work around that this, this week, so we'll see what happens. With a co-offensive lineman of the week. Yeah. They worked around it. Yeah, with, uh, with Darrell Williams is the uh, SEC's co-offensive lineman of the week. Very good. All right, let's talk about the other quarterback, Maroon and White Ties, but now playing for the Dallas Cowboys, and that's Dak Prescott. I don't know if you heard that sound on Sunday, if you could hear it from wherever you were. It sounded like a cash register. That was Dak Prescott racking up money. That performance was probably worth an extra 2 to $3 million, I would imagine. <laughs> Unbelievable game for, for Dak and, and the Dallas Cowboys, who just destroyed uh, the, New York Ram- the New York Rams. I would... I don't what? I I watch football. I know about sports. I am I am good at sports. Uh that completed seventy eight percent of his passes, four hundred and five yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and the always elusive perfect quarterback rating of one fifty eight point three. Unbelievable day for him, uh, and the Cowboys get get off to a great start. There's been so much talk about Dak this offseason, obviously. Uh now the deal's done for Zeke. Amari Cooper seems like he's just quietly going to go about his business and whatever happens, happens with him. I feel like Dak's extension is going to be in the next week or two. I feel like it's coming. Well, Jerry Jones' words are imminent, right? Imminent. I mean, imminent seems like it's coming pretty quickly. That's what the word means. Yeah, so uh, I think that within the next week would be imminent. Uh, And then I think if you get like two weeks out, that's not really so much imminent, right? Yes, that that feels less than imminent. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's coming soon. But yeah, look, you don't have to. We don't have to talk about this too long on this program because you all know this. But there is an intangible quality with Dak Prescott, even if he's not putting up numbers, that's worth something. Yeah. I mean, he he's just gonna will you to wins. There's something about that kid, and always has been <coughs> since the first time he came to Mississippi State and visited and impressed coaches with the way he was, you know, jacking up the kid. The the his. his teams at camp and things and just the, the the leadership that he showed there's always been something about him but when he's productive too make your money boy yeah he's he's about to get paid Will by the be- way i like the campbell soup ad too with him and his brothers yeah it's good stuff that's good stuff did you see that thing that the cowboys have at their stadium that that interactive photo booth no i did not see that. i'll have to show it to you i don't want to spoil it for you it's really cool though something that the technology when it becomes available to other places. Yeah, I don't know that you could do it in college because there's a name and likeness maybe kind of problem. Look with like it. you take a picture with somebody. Is that basically what it is? Basically, yeah. But yeah. like you can pick up to five players, and then you stand in front of the thing, and then they populate the photo, and you get to see. But you see it uh, as the photo is happening. So it's not like they just hand you the photo and you're like, oh, there's the players. Like something like, like you take like a Disney photo. Yeah. I mean, like with Tinkerbell just shows up, right? No, you 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 see yourself with the players. And then they give you the photo. And like you can share it right from the kiosk with all your social media accounts. So it's really cool. Red Hobart is is just watching and watching and watching hey, this. Speaking of Red Hobart, real quick. Have you seen this the, this this ticket mishap? Have you seen this? Oh, where the ticket said to wear one thing. And yeah. The, yeah, I saw that. I gotta I gotta fix for that. Just wear maroon or white every game. <laughs> you'll be you'll probably be right, except for Kentucky. Yeah, well, they're gonna have to change that, I think. Don't you think they're gonna have to do? I mean, oh yeah, now it's a three o'clock game. Three o'clock game, you can't blackout. You, you can't have the team out there in black. You can't have the fans, and the fans aren't. It, it, I will encourage fans not to wear black. I'm, I'm sorry, it's that's it's not gonna be safe. But gotta, 
What was the thought process there? Let's have the blackout in September where we might end up playing a day game. What's the thought process behind let's put Kentucky, Mississippi State at three and let's put Arkansas and... All right, and, Richard Cross, answer that for me on Sportsbook Mississippi. Okay, I'm, I'm willing to listen Because of to the, the CBS doubleheader, yes. the, that night spot is protected. So the, the SEC Network cannot air a conference game during that time. They have to air wow. a non-conference game. And so that's an easy call to put Arkansas and San Jose State. Well... That's a reason, at least. I yeah. didn't realize there there was that. I was also going to say, you know, because there's an if here that State could be on the SEC alternate channel. Yeah. And so if 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 this was for TV, you know, kind of deal. That's the thing. If it's just on like the alternate channel, just put play it, it at night. Yeah, who cares? It's not even on TV, but you can't But, uh, okay, I, I did not know that so. that rule was and in not, The ticket thing is not on, you know, they don't they don't print the tickets here at Mississippi State. But that said, somebody has to, has to catch that in the proofreading, you would think, but... Regardless, just I, I'm not a big fan of the tell fans what to wear every game. One game a year, I don't have an issue with it. Well, you but know, we, once you know, every other game, just wear maroon or white. I about to say we didn't talk about it, but I guess we did talk about it a little bit on yesterday's show. That opening game was a little bit from a fan standpoint, and I, I you know, we we have it easy in the press box, but from a stand a fan standpoint, that was kind of a disaster for a lot of folks. The the first home game, yes. the Saturday's game, yes. yeah. Well, I agree with that. But between the ticketing, the ticket thing, and the the, 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 the lines from, to get in, yeah, and, and the concession concessions, stands, water not and, being available, some of the some of the amenities that were uh, promised and, in the uh, in in the uh, video and the emails from Coach Cohen or Coach Cohen from John Cohen, yeah. You know, I, I, some people said they went up to the, their concession stand and asked for the Philly cheese steak or whatever. They were like, that we don't have that, and you got to go down to the first level. Go, or whatever. Yeah, they got to get that fixed now, yeah. Cohen. In that's that's that we saw a little of Coach Cohen in that tweet. Yeah, we saw a little well, bit calling those folks. My boss out. man at Starfield Daily News. Yeah, Danny, P. Danny Smith. P. Smith. He went to the Starfield Rotary, I believe it was Rotary mm-hmm. meeting on on Monday, and John Cohen was a the speaker there, and, and yeah. he talked to John afterwards, and uh, and Danny P. He, he tweeted a couple of things from from their little talk with John, but he told me this afternoon as I was talking to Danny that. Uh, to put it lightly, John Cohen was perturbed at the situation. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe that. He so, said yeah, that, was, that was that was very evident. So wouldn't you love to have been a fly on the wall at the nine a.m. meeting of John Cohen and Aramark? We should have. We should have asked for a freedom of information when we need to be in there. That's taxpayer dollars <laughs> being spent, John. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm sure it was not pleasant because I mean everybody was complaining, and then you know the complaints get hurt. I, Give credit there, you know, they heard the complaints and they took care of it as quickly as they could. But, I mean, what's done is done at the same yeah. time. And I will, I would imagine it's going to be different uh, on Saturday. If it's not, that's that's an issue. But I, I have a feeling that it will be done, uh, everything's going to be done a lot more expeditiously come uh, Saturday. I might, might be might be worth one of our whiles. Well, maybe not you, maybe not me, but somebody on the beat to maybe take a minute and go downstairs and look at the concessions and, and see if how things are running. Might be, might be for an interesting story. Yeah, let's find somebody to do that because I'm not going to. I'm not going to be the one that does it. <laughs> I, see. I guess if my boss has told me to, I would. Yeah, well, I shouldn't have that problem. We'll see. All right. Time to do our picks. I'm two games up on you. Buddy, this is as this is one of the worst slate of college football games. I'm tempted to just not say anything. There's no way we're going to have any kind of dis, dis, of, of any kind of changes here. Yeah. These are all so. horrible games. There's only one. There's only two conference games this weekend. Uh, we will both pick the the, the 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 huge favorite there. We'll go through them real quick. Arkansas State at Georgia. Yep, rolling with the dogs. Ch- Chattanooga at Tennessee. If this was an FBS team, 
I would pick whoever it was. Whoever it was, I would pick them to beat Tennessee. I'm all kinds of rooting for Nick Tiana. Is he the starter? I'm, pr- I, I'm I pretty haven't, sure. I haven't paid any attention to Chattanooga I'm sure. football. But, I don't know. But either way, if he's on the roster, I'm rooting for Nick Tiana. But they're going to they're going to lose this game. Yes. I, are Tennessee, they? Are they? They're going to lose. They're going to lose. Uh, South oh, Th- I can't wait for the theater if they don't, though. <laughs> He'd get fired on Sunday. 0-3, lost to an FCS. And if you lose to an in-state FCS school, you're getting fired. Imagine if Dan Mullen in his like second season there had lost to Alcorn. you got to fire him. What time's that game? 11 a.m. Attendance counter. What is it? Oh. 55. Yeah, that's about right. About, that's, ha- about half full. That is 50,000 empty seats. I'm glad it's at 11 because, I mean, we'll, we'll get to sit there in the press box and watch – most of that, and, yeah. And, and look, I'm not convinced that what I've seen in Tennessee that that's not a game in the second half. Oh, it'll be ugly, but Tennessee will find a way to win. Uh, Southeast Louisiana goes to Ole Miss. We'll take the Rebels there. The suddenly resurgent Rebels. Yeah, right. Colorado State. Well, they're about to be two and one. They should be. Yeah. Colorado State is at Arkansas. Is there any chance for the Rams? The Rams beat them last year. I got to see a little bit of Arkansas and. They are they are one of the worst. They are maybe they're like up there with like some of those not, late mid nineties Vanderbilt teams. That's how bad they are. They don't have a, a prayer of competing this year. Well, I sat there at, uh, in our lovely hotel there in New Orleans mm-hmm. the night before State played Louisiana and watched Colorado State Colorado mm-hmm. there for a little while. And Colorado State didn't look just completely helpless. Yeah, and Colorado's obviously not that bad. They beat Nebraska. So, are you trying to say something here? I'm not willing to, to. This is not where you're going to willing to. Yeah. This ain't where I'm trying. Going to make down that three game. games, yeah. Yeah. I'll take. We'll both take Arkansas. Kent State is at Auburn. War Eagle. People wonder why. Why is attendance down? Look at these games. Yeah. It, How it, much is a? You think about a home game and what it costs to go to one. I mean, at least state you got a power five matchup. If you're an Auburn fan, how much do you pay for tickets, parking, hotels, food, everything else? And they're playing Kent State. Yeah, and when you look at like Mississippi State situation last week too, I mean it's miserable in the stand. It's miserable it's in the press box. So yeah. when you consider the misery plus the the crap that went on, I mean yeah. I could it's it's like Sodom and Gomorrah out there. <laughs> I mean we we don't have to. Even if I was still Joel the fan, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm right here in Starkville. If I got over there and ticked off, I'm at home. You I'm know, I can just go to the house. Yeah. But if I drove up from Madison or yeah, you're wherever, still, and you you're just you're feel committed, paid all that money, yeah. and then you're just there, and the experience is terrible, yeah. then that next Saturday, I'm like, honey, we ain't going to Yeah, thing. exactly. Uh, we'll both take Auburn. Lamar is at Texas A&M. I think we'll go with the Aggies. Northwestern State at LSU. That's Ed Orgeron's alma mater there. Gonna go with the demons? No? All right then. LSU. And Southeast Missouri State, the fighting Rick race, will take on Missouri. Right. Gosh, that's wretched. This, that, that's 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 all the non conference slate. Other than I mean the the honestly, state is the best game of the day. Yep. They should they they should if if, if the SEC was doing a two thirty game, it might, might be this. Or if they I don't know how state's not not the six o'clock. What's the six o'clock game? I okay, I get that. Auburn Kent State is seven o'clock on ESPN two. Why? Why? All right. Uh, the two thirty game is Alabama at South Carolina. Uh, feel like this is going to be an easy win for the Crimson Tide. Yep. And then the the night game on ESPN is Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky trying to make it a two game winning streak against the uh, Gators, who had their thirty one game winning streak snapped. 
Uh, Kentucky will not no, no. have a two game. Terry Wilson out for the season. That was a tough. Uh, did you ever see it? I did not. I didn't go. I hadn't seen it. So Man. you got to show me two things here. You got to show right. me the, the, that's, the that's bad. The the Cowboys thingamajiggy. Yeah. And, All right. Well, we'll take the Gators there. So no chance for uh, Joel to catch up with me this week. But okay. next week we'll start getting into some games. I think that could possibly have. I feel like Joel's going to pick Tennessee to beat Florida. So we'll see what happens. No, I don't think I'm picking Tennessee to beat anybody much. Well, I guess I just picked them to beat somebody, but, but that doesn't count. Yeah. But. All right. So tomorrow's show, the rumblings, guys, get your questions into us. We would appreciate them. We'll do as much of that as we can, and if we have some other topics to talk about, we will definitely do that. Start previewing Kansas State a little bit more deeply on Thursday, and of course Friday we'll have the three piece for you, ready to go to get you set for the weekend. Have a great Tuesday. Back with you on Wednesday morning for Joel. T. Coleman. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.